just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. This week, I welcome Coach John Zeev to join me on a special edition of Coach's Corner. We talk about setting boundaries, a, a topic so key in this day and age, in both our professional and personal worlds. We talk about how key our body is in our communication process, and that it communicates over 50% of our message. What happens when we suppress what we're actually feeling, and how can we identify when we actually are suppressing those feelings? And what can we do to communicate our messaging in a way that can be better received by whoever we're communicating with. All this and more on today's episode of Truth Seekers with Coach John Z. All right, welcome to another episode of Truth Seekers. Coach John Z is joining me today for a Coach's Corner. Coach, thanks for being here. Thanks, Coach. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so the topic we landed on today, I think we can provide some value for, for the watchers and the listeners and also ourselves. I think this is a good opportunity to sharpen our own swords. It's a topic of boundaries. And when I think of setting boundaries, whether they, they be professional or personal, I think of uh, communicating what we're really feeling and truly feeling so often, uh, maybe, maybe more often for some than others, but we agree to things that we know to not be true to ourselves. And I guess would love to walk away from today's conversation myself, understanding uh, maybe a better way to identify when I'm going to do that and then how I can defend against that or, or develop that boundary in a more, um, in a way that serves me better. Yeah, nice. So it always helps when we start with a question. So um, I guess, why don't we define define what uh, what a boundary is what that means to you well a healthy boundary is to let someone else know how you feel about a particular um, you know maybe potential conflict and then allow the other person to choose how they want to respond based on how you've expressed your you know, your desire to be treated, they have a choice. They can either, um, you know, be consistent with what you asked them to do, or they can choose to not do that. And then of course there needs to be some kind of consequence. But it's, it's really communication. It's, it's really about communication so that you're heard. And the other person is, is hearing that and they say, oh, I'm hearing you. And then it's their choice how they want to respond. I, I, I want to ask so many questions and jump into uh, what that looks like functionally or, or in a particular situation. But before I do that, I want to kind of get to the bottom of, you know, why, why might I not set a boundary? Is that coming from a place of fear? Like, why, 
maybe if I'm accepting something or go along with something that I don't feel is right, why would I do that? Yeah, so um, my, my, uh, not my knowing or knowledge of this topic is the reason that we do that is because we're unconscious of a feeling that we have suppressed in ourselves. And when, we, when we're unconscious of, of how we suppress our feelings, then when other people come, come around us and they express those feelings, we feel whatever that is. And then we're like, Ugh, it feels uncomfortable. And we're not aware that we've suppressed that in us. So what typically happens is we unconsciously take that from them and we give our power away because mm -hmm. we we don't know how to deal with feeling uncomfortable around other feel, others feelings and we unconsciously say i'll take that from you because i don't want to feel that but there's got to be an equal exchange so we end up giving away some of our power our energy when we do that that's why sometimes we can actually feel drained when we're around certain people we don't realize we're giving them our energy Mm, and we're taking some of theirs maybe as well. Yeah, we're taking what we don't like about them, which seems mm. the opposite of what we want, right? Right. Well, so two things. The first thing was unconscious. So that's part of this. But like, how do I recognize that tendency? Yes. What does that look like? So if I know I don't feel comfortable around a certain person, like I feel defensive, maybe. So that's the first trigger, right? Just feeling... Feeling defensive is, is a definite sign that, okay, there's something about boundaries here that I need to know more about. Okay, that's that's huge. I don't want to breeze right over that because that, so often when we feel that, we feel like it's the other person. And this approach is kind of taking ownership of that ourselves. You have to take responsibility when you feel defensive. Okay, huge. That's huge. Right. Because there's something in you that's causing that. So step two is once you notice you're feeling defensive around someone, then you ask your body to tell you what it wants to say to that person, your body. Your body knows the truth. You tune in your body and say, what do you want to say? And your body might say, don't do that. Or your body might say, stop. Or um, I don't like that. You have to stop. Something. That kind of language, it's very negative. It's very forceful. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about the body though. How, how is that even possible? How does the body know? Well, um, what percentage of our communication is through words? What percentage is through tonality? And what percentage is through our body? Our body yeah. communicates more than any other, right? Yeah, like 55%, is that what it is? It's over 50%. It's by yeah, far the number one form of communication is our body. Our body communicates our truth mm. and it includes our unconscious. So that's why sometimes we'll say something and we say afterwards, why did I say that? Well, it's because our body wanted to say it. Mm. We were unconscious about what we were doing, okay? So our body knows all. All we need to do is tune into our body and say, Hey, buddy, what do you want to say to that person? Oh, I don't like when he does that. Okay. 
why didn't you say that to him? Well, I don't want him to or her to feel bad or something. Right? I don't want them to, I don't want to be negative. Right? Okay. So that's how we become aware of it. So first trigger is we, we feel a certain way. We feel bad. We feel defensive is the word that you use around certain people. Okay. Now I'm aware of it. I take ownership of it. Then it's asking what, asking my body what it wants to say. And it always knows, right? And it'll always have the answer for us. Right. Answer comes up. I want to say this. Okay. And now what do we do with that? Well, then we have to analyze what is that communication? Is it negative? How is it going to be perceived by other person? Is it going to be perceived as forceful? Or is it going to be perceived as neutral? So the way to set a healthy boundary is to, to use a neutral tone and say, this is how I feel. These are the options you have, as opposed to don't do that. <clears throat> it's, this is how I feel. Here are your options. And that's a neutral tone. And that's when a healthy boundary can be set. Because otherwise, if it's negative, it's met with resistance. Mm-hmm. And the other person gets defensive. And then, and then we, we become isolated from that person. And sometimes you might not even talk again. Because it's both, there's misperceptions on both sides. Okay, so the way to do that is just to be honest, but in a neutral tone. I, I feel like it takes might take a lot of courage to, to do that, especially in a business setting. Or a positive um, tone. There's always a, um, a positive to negative feelings, like anger. Uh, if someone is angry towards you, instead of saying, no, you can't say that, you can say, oh, I... Acknowledge you feel angry. There, you know, there's got to be a really good reason why you feel angry. But you can then express, but I don't, I don't want to feel that from you. So here are the choices. You can either talk to me with a without anger, or maybe we you know, schedule another time to talk. When, you, when you're not angry, but you, you set a boundary. You know, a lot of times this comes up when people perceive that the other wants to change them. And then they'll feel that, oh, you wanna change me. And that's a misperception. They really, they just wanna express how they're feeling. And the other is defensive, like, what do you, what do you mean? You wanna change how I feel? And if you can be honest about, no, 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 I just want you to know how I feel. And the ultimate goal is to both be able to to feel what you're feeling without the need to change how the other feels, because we can't control that. Yeah. It's really about control. Setting healthy boundaries is about letting go of the control of another person. Does that make sense? It does, because it's a little bit of a, you're, you give the control away to get it almost. Like when you say, when you're, in that, when you're in that mode, a simple question or a statement about how I'm feeling puts the ball into their court. You're giving them the decision-making power, but you're made it clear what you're not going to tolerate. And to your point, in a neutral or in a positive way rather than a, a defensive way or a negative way that's gonna turn them off. 
Now, if you think about like with children, when they are experiencing some kind of, um, you know, maybe anger or they feel hurt and a parent, you know, says, oh, you know, don't cry or, you know, don't feel that way. You shouldn't feel that way. Well, a child, they, that's not what they want to hear. They will continue whatever behavior, bad behavior typically, until they feel hurt. And once they, oh, you have a right to feel hurt. Tell me about it. Why do you feel hurt? And then they, they explain, they communicate, and all of a sudden they feel hurt. Guess what? They don't carry around being hurt anymore. They let it go. So it's more about the need to communicate and feel heard than it is whatever they're actually feeling. What might you say to somebody who asks a question? Is a, is a boundary an ultimatum then? Like if you say, this is how I feel, you have these options, you can do one of these things. Like you mentioned, we can schedule a time at a later date, you can come at me in a different way. That feels like a little bit ultimatum. What, what might you say to that? Well, you can just express how you feel. Like uh, if someone is being forceful, you say, well, um, I hear that you feel that you need to use force, but that's not appropriate for me. You know, so you have a choice. Do you want me to be forceful for you, towards you? Or do you want to pick a different uh, way of talking through what you want? So do you have to be prepared to be forceful then? Right? That's the takeaway, right? You kind of mentioned that earlier that... Uh, well, you have right, to give them a choice. They, they have to feel that they have a choice. Then there are sure. consequences. So you right. have to yeah, be that's prepared. What you they have natural consequences. Okay. Whatever Can those you give an example of that? Well, it's just like with kids. You know, the consequence, if you can't, um, you know, stop yelling or whatever or crying, then, you know, you need to take a time out. Okay, that's your choice. What would you like to do? Would you like to take a time out? Or would you like to continue to, to cry or yell and interrupt everyone else? And you give them the choice and they usually pick the right choice. I guess I need a time out. As opposed to, oh, you have to stop. That doesn't work because it's a negative. It creates defensiveness. It creates resistance. It's all about <laughs> resistance and staying in our power not letting go and say, oh, I guess this person's going to blow me over and I need to give away my power for them to be happy. That's a very passive way and it's not setting boundaries. Yeah, so I'm trying to, I would love to apply this to a real life business setting. You know, the kid example is great and probably very useful for many people watching this. What might, you know, say the boss put something on my desk and I know it's too much. I, I have a lot on my plate already. And I, I'm not going to be able to hit the deadline. I'm tempted to say, I got it. I'll take care of it no matter what. But I should say what? Well, you definitely need to tune in to how you feel. So it's just being honest about communicating how you feel. So if it feels, it feels to me like in that scenario, I feel overwhelmed because I know I can't accomplish everything. So I would choose to say, I would love to say yes. But based on my current projects, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed and I'm going to need to pick which one of these things I don't do if I'm going to say yes to this. So how would you advise me 
to do that? Which one of these other things do you want me to not do? And just express how you feel. Again, give them the choice of how they respond. Is this more important than these other things? Say it in, a, in a neutral tone, like it, it doesn't really matter what the option, what the, the result is, I just need to express how I feel. Hmm. Yeah, so, so what we can be doing, what we have a tendency to do is suppress our own, suppress the way that we feel yes. by not setting the boundary. That's the adverse effect, right? If we continue down that path, then we're suppressing what we feel at the risk of what? What could happen if we continue to do that? Well, the more we suppress our feelings, the more we lose ourselves. So the more mm -hmm. we, 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 we are not being our authentic self. So the consequence of that is you become a stranger to yourself. You try to please others. And you are training others to not pay attention to how you feel because you don't pay attention to how you feel because you suppress how you feel. So that can, that can show up as someone who, who is, you know, kind of agreeing, agreeing, agreeing. All of a sudden, they blow up. I can't do this anymore. I feel resentful. And that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. So that's the consequence. We don't want more of that. No. So I want to go back to the courage thing. I think it takes... I don't know, maybe people don't know about this option. Sometimes that, that's the lapse, right? Is the way to communicate this in a way that doesn't come off like um, I'm being more of a pain or more of a problem than actually, you know, if I didn't bring it up. I think the key point here is understanding the end goal is not to control someone else's feelings or behavior. Right. That's where communication becomes um, forceful. When someone feels, well, it's up to me to make sure you stop doing something. That's not, that's not a positive boundary. It's never going to be met with our heart. We, you know, when, when you communicate from your heart and you don't try to control someone else, you're just expressing how you feel. Then they're always going to hear you and they're going to listen. They're going to, it's going to go right in. But the minute we try to control how someone reacts, then we're the problem. Mm. And that Is typically that means we're suppressing something that we're not aware of. Mm. So we have to work on that. That's the real solution: is working on what we've suppressed and forgiving ourselves for doing that. And then we can just be comfortable with whatever that feeling is. So what does that mean when you say suppress? Well, how would I suppress something if I don't do that? Well, boy, we can suppress a lot of things. We can suppress negative feelings like anger uh, because we don't like it when people get angry. So we, we say, I'm never going to be angry again kind of thing. And, and then what, what happens is we don't mean to, but when we communicate, we communicate that suppressed anger. It comes out. Mm -hmm. So it's, you, we can't hide. We're meant to experience all of our emotions. But if we've been around some traumatic experiences, it's easy for us to cope by suppressing those feelings. And that's what that courage just, Yeah, we think they're just negative. There's no good from those, those feelings. But there's always positives 
to feeling negative. So how do we, you know, how do we um, change and transform ourselves? We have to get mad first for our current situation and that propels us to change. So that's a positive of feeling negative. Hmm. That's such a, a, such a reframe and it makes it easier. It makes it easier to deal with because so often we don't want to feel those negative things. If you're telling me that something good is about to happen from something bad that I'm feeling, I just have to let it, let it speak its truth. That makes it a little bit easier to deal with whatever happens next. Maybe that's what it is. You're talking about control. I have, con or I've, maybe it's just the perception of control. If I suppress whatever needs to come out, I'm actually releasing, relinquishing that control when I share what I share, because I don't know what's going to happen after that. There's a bit of an unknown area and that's the scary part, but there's something happens when great courage is, is shown or offered first. Mm -hmm. It basically sets the standard for the conversation. It's also much easier because you don't need to control how another feels you know, or thinks or behaves. That, that becomes their responsibility when you let go of taking responsibility for it. It's like the, the truth is the body armor. Like you can't be touched if you speak the truth because you always have that to fall back on as long as you do it in a neutral or positive right. way. Right. You know, these are learned behaviors, right? We probably learned how to set in, you know, negative boundaries or forceful boundaries, and they just don't, they don't help us. Unconsciously, right? We maybe yeah. it's in that state of unconscious confidence. Mm -hmm. Right. Cool. So let's, let's grab a takeaway here. I've, I've kind of, we've kind of already touched this, but I might, might want to ask how we can use this moving forward to, for me, it's uh, just recognizing when that unconsciousness, if I feel uncomfortable, if I feel negative, if I, if I feel like I'm not speaking a truth or, or, or that uh, I'm, I might take on something that I know I cannot, then to let it, let it out and say, here's how I'm feeling. These are the, these are the choices we have. Yeah, test, test your communication on yourself first and test to see if it's negative. And then you say, okay, why am I speaking negatively about this? Do I wanna control someone else? What's the real underlying issue? And then you can kind of talk yourself out of whatever that negative tone is to become either positive or neutral. The positive is even better. And then try it again yourself and in a way to test, is this gonna be met with resistance or are they gonna hear me? And is it gonna help us you know, get to a newer level? Love it. Cool. This has been interesting. Um, I, I'm usually the one to get people thinking. So you got me thinking today, coach. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a master at this, but it's something, my intention is to get much better about setting boundaries. So this is, uh, this is something I'm really interested in. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing the wisdom today and hopefully we're, uh, we can get a little bit better. And it's, it's all out of love, right? All out of that uh, properly communicating how we're feeling because then it's a win-win situation. We, we can yeah. both get what we want. Yeah, and I would encourage your listeners if they have examples of um, you know, situations where they would love to learn how to set the right boundaries, you know, they could share that on your, um, your on your your posts, whether it's LinkedIn or 
any other places where you have this podcast. And then we can respond and, and kind of have a dialogue about it so they can maybe get some value out of that. That's a great idea. So call to action, everybody. Where, where, where do you see this in your life? Where could you use some more clarity with today's conversation? We look forward to interacting with you. Coach, thanks for a riveting Coach's Corner on uh, this week's episode of Two Seekers. We'll see you next time. Okay, thanks, Coach Josh. Mm-hmm. See ya. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achiever's Mindset, and come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.